It's pretty cushy on the accidental farm for the animals who live here, especially if you consider the fact that most goats and most donkeys across the world are beasts of burden, required to carry or pull more than their weight on the daily. Not to mention how many donkeys end up on the slaughter line at auction in the U.S., like Clover did. Plus, my goats, who have been here coming on nine years, were originally meat goats. They may seem like pets, but each animal has a role here on the farm, and there are limits to their luxury. Welcome to the Accidental Farm Podcast. I am your host, Dana, or Farm Girl, and I am here with you and for you every weekday for at least five minutes. I am so glad that you're here with me. Thank you so much for being here. Before I finish this story, I thought I would answer a few quick questions that you've sent my way after some recent episodes. Yes, I have a weekly newsletter, the XOXO. It includes news in a blog-like form from the farm and about the podcast, different kinds of recommendations, tips, and a fun quickie survey one week and the results the next. It's just a really great way for us to get to know each other. You can find it on xoxofarmgirl.com. Yes, the Accidental Farm Podcast has its own website now, theaccidentalfarmpodcast.com. You can find all the episodes there, including the first 100 episodes, we're almost there, by category, like all donkey, all garden, etc. Have a look. Yes, the best place to leave a review is always on iTunes, especially since nearly 50% of all listeners find the podcast on Apple. Now, when you hear this donkey bray, it will be announcing new reviews, like this one from Caroline M. Bravo, love the daily escape. And this one from John C. The stories and immersive farm environment have me addicted, but the sneaky wisdom has me sharing this excellent podcast with everyone I know. <laughs> Leave your own review on iTunes, and I will read it here with Murph. The chickens and the bees are the most productive animals on the farm. We get more eggs than we can eat or cook with, and I have recently taken to making pisco sours, just to add another category for egg use the bee's knees, for the honey. Plus, I make candles from the wax. That's on the list for the coldest months of winter. The donkeys and the goats don't really look productive, grazing in the pastures all day, but they all contribute to my powerful compost, and the garden pops with their contributions. I also feel like a rural landscape should be dotted with livestock. It's a dying image, you know, with so many small farms disappearing. So the animals contribute to that nostalgia, that history. The donkeys are in for more training this year, learning to pull a cart in a harness, which is an endeavor in and of itself, and the intended result, them being able to pull a cart with a couple of passengers, will be great fun. That said, all of the animals already provide a ton of entertainment and joy for me and for all of our visitors, and endless metaphors pop from all that their care entails. You hear all of that here. I give each one of the animals a ton of love, a sweet shelter, good food, companions, and a beautiful meadow nestled in the hills, an awesome veterinarian, all the things. But this is something that I want you to know and to understand. They are not pets. 
not in the way that the dog who lives in my house and sleeps in my bed is a pet. They are cared for, but not spoiled, and they are asked to live their lives in a very natural way. Here's what I mean. If they are really cold, like nearly life-threateningly cold, I will step in with special measures. Coats, heaters. But for the most part, they go with nature. They grow thick winter coats. They shed down to nothing in the summer. The flies bother them, but the chickens follow along closely to eat them as quickly as they can. They each have companions of their own species, so they don't rely on me for entertainment and companionship. Maybe I'm overstating this a little bit. I snuggle the donkeys, especially Murphy, who loves to be snuggled. I honor Clover and her inclination for a little more distance. I only pick up my chickens and ducks when I need to. I definitely scratch Echo behind the ears and say sweet things to all of the goats. But I rely on them and their instincts to manage most of their lives. There's love there for sure. They all know me and call for me. I do feed them. But there's an understanding of independence there too. I think it is similar with my children in some ways. They are expected to be independent, to use what they have to get through it all, to manage their day-to-day, to know that they can. Thanks for being here on The Accidental Farm. This is episode 88. Just a handful more episodes until we reach my original goal of 100 Accidental Farm podcast episodes. I hope that you are ready to celebrate that milestone with me. And until next time, I'm your host, Farm Girl. Mm-hmm.